You're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle with Mela Borowski. Thoughts from a Southern Witch. Should have studied witchcraft. Should have learned to ride a broom. So me and my black cat could fly through the skies underneath the moon. Hey y'all, I'm Mella Borowski and you're listening to Bell, Book, and Candle. Thanks for being here. Let me introduce our guest today. Jennifer Schluter from Mind Your Subconscious quit her job as a managing editor of 22 newspapers after her first hypnosis session and began to travel the world while working online. She now works as a hypnotherapist and breathwork facilitator, helping clients manifest what they want in life, get off antidepressants, and so much more. The human mind, otherworldly beings, cultures, food, photography, and dancing kazamba fill her free time. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. And I've got so many questions for you. So the first question I have is, tell us about what happened in that first hypnosis session that shifted your perspective enough that you made that big transition. You know, sadly, that first hypnosis session was so long back. It was in 2015. So I literally forgot everything that happened. (laughs) (laughs) But it must have made an impact in some way though, right? All I remember is that I was literally going through it in my personal life and and I wasn't happy with my job. I wasn't fulfilled. And that's how I, that's how I came to the hypnotherapist. And then the next day, literally I woke up at 5am and I was like, okay, I'm going to quit. But I don't remember (laughs) what was said anymore because it was just so long ago. (laughs) So at some point though, you did decide to become a hypnotherapist yourself, which I really think is amazing because that's my day job. I went back to school several years ago. I'm 49 now, so in my mid-40s or so, and hypnosis certification was part of uh, my education program. So it was really meaningful to me, and I was very excited to see that you did that. I know how powerful it can be. Do you have a favorite type of hypnosis? For me, I love doing past life regression. I agree. I, I love it so, so much. It is so powerful. Absolutely. Do you have a least favorite? Hmm. Good question. (laughs) <laughs> I I don't think so because I think like all hypnosis will change somebody's lives in a way. So it's there, there's not really a least favorite that I have, not at all. Okay. <laughs> For me, I think it's very selfish. I do have a least favorite and it's doing the smoking cessation. And I know that it's healing and I know it helps a lot of people. And I had a Groupon for a little while, a couple years ago. And so I had a lot of clients coming in from Groupon and most of them wanted to stop smoking. And they all, of course, smelled like cigarette smoke. And I I hate that smell. And I think that's what it put in my subconscious. Hey, you don't like doing this. I think it's just because of the smell, you know? So our subconscious is powerful. That's the whole reason why hypnosis works. How do you feel about the power of the subconscious? Tell us a little about that. Oh my God, there's so much to talk about. Our subconscious mind dictates literally 95% of our lives, but we're not aware of that because we don't learn about that. We don't learn the power of relaxation, the power of turning everything off around us. We don't learn about the power of being still, the power of being, simply being. We just learn about go there and get your information from there. We learn about, okay, listen to this, read this book, do this, da 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 but we don't learn about our internal powers that we have, which are infinite and which are bigger than anything that's on the outside. So I really, really, really think that it is absolutely a must to learn about one's subconscious mind. 
I agree. And, and even in the witchy community with magic and paganism and that sort of thing, I even teach in that regard, you're, it's still about your subconscious. It's still about manifestation magic and intention and all that sort of thing. So even if it's not about the healing type of things, whether it's mind, body, or spirit, your subconscious is still, like you said, doing most of the work, even though we don't know it. Absolutely. And you're also a breathwork facilitator. So if someone doesn't know what that is, can you explain what that is? Yeah, I can. Absolutely. Breathwork was, I'm, I'm going to say, discovered in, in quote quotation marks in the 60s and 70s by two people in the U.S., by two um, scientists who were using LSD to get into the subconscious mind of people to heal them. However, when LSD was made illegal, they had to find a different way. And then they discovered, hey, we can let people breathe a certain way, like consciously, continuously. Um, but that's basically like breathing in and out for in, into your mouth and out of your mouth for five seconds. And then you have the same effect if you do that for like 30 or 40 minutes or an even better effect. Who knows? You're right. <laughs> that's what breathwork is. Basically, it's the whole duration is usually an hour or an hour and a half. And you just breathe and then you let happen what will happen. So anything can happen which is the great thing like your subconscious know what it, it must show you your subconscious knows what you can work around and of course you can set an intention beforehand but sometimes you know your subconscious is like nope you have to work on something else today so and that happens in hypnosis too <laughs> yes <laughs> of course of course and is the breath work separate from the hypnosis work that you do or do you ever combine them I do combine them often just because breath work is such a great way to because in hypnosis, you know, some people sometimes they're like, oh, I can't focus. I don't know how to focus. And um, right now my mind is spinning and da, da, da. but then with breath work, you are forced to really, really get into that subconscious state of mind. So um, that's why I combine them often. And I really like combining them, too, because it really helps my clients to get into that state. Yeah, I could definitely see where that would be very helpful. Um, I taught some classes for children and I would, I was teaching them about the monkey mind that, you know, the monkey mind that won't shut up and people can't meditate because of the monkey mind. And I said, give, give your monkeys a job, give them a banana, count your breath. And so, I mean, I'm, I don't know much about breath work. I know a few different types of breathing techniques that have helped people, but I do know that giving your monkeys a job of count, just counting your breaths actually makes a big difference in just calming down and helping a child or even adult calm down. So I think that's really amazing that you're able to combine those two things. Absolutely. But the breath work that the, the rebirthing or the holotropic breathing that I do is not to calm down really, because sometimes it can get really crazy when the mind decides to, okay, let's bring up something, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah. So there's tons of different types of breathing that some some is for yes. relieving stress and some is for kind of like that shadow work maybe bringing stuff out. So just as a as a breath work facilitator, you are able to know which type of breath that people need at the moment. No, what I so what I actually do, I just do the rebirthing and the holotropic breathing, which is the same. And okay. um, that's only what I use. I mean, I know also of a few different kinds of um, breathing techniques, but for breath work, okay. it's only that particular method that I'm using. Oh, gotcha. Okay. See, mm -hmm. I'm learning something that I didn't even know. So that's amazing. So it is a very specific type of breathing that yes. you would do. Okay. Amazing. So let's kind of skip back to past life regression. In your opinion, what sort of benefits come from past life regression hypnosis? 
Oh, I could go on for days, but let's talk about first, like, you know, phobias and fears that you have um, that you can discover. Um, I'm going to mention uh, an example of my client that she allowed me to share, which was basically she died in a past life and birds ate her. And that's why she has a fear of birds in this lifetime. Oh, wow. <laughs> and another story my client allowed me to share was that basically it's a lot of us women, especially we have been programmed to shut up in past lives basically because we were not allowed to speak our minds or be witches right, right. so that right. um in these lives we're like afraid to speak and we're we have problems in our throat chakra or our heart chakra everything's blocked so yeah. when you realize that that is actually from a past life then you're like okay i don't have to learn this anymore in this life so i just want to move on and i want to get this right and then a really impactful one was i was clearing a block from my clients about what was holding her back from finding love and she found out that it was somebody that had killed her in a past life hmm. that's why she was afraid of men she was afraid of men in this life all the time and then the crazy thing was that this soul showed up to me in at night and drove me nuts why because i didn't put any protection <laughs> around me that time so it drove me nuts and then he was like he was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and when i shared that with her she was like, oh my God, no man has ever apologized for, for, for treating me a, a certain type of way or for hurting me. So that actually means a lot. Wow. Yeah, I get goosebumps when I talk about the, all the things that past life uh, regression can do. It's so beautiful. And then for me personally, like it helped me find my purpose. It helped me connect to my twin flame. Like, there's so many things. I love it. It sounds like maybe you're a medium as well. You're communicating with spirits. I can, but um, it is not my main job, so to say, because I'm more here to empower people on their own, to have these experiences on their own. Okay. And I'm not here to, to do that for others, um, right. just because that's more of my gift rather than doing it for others. But I can do it if I need to or if I want to, or if I happen to. <laughs> it available. is a gift that's there, <laughs> but yes, yes. it's not something that you're actively doing for people. No. Okay. That makes sense. I really like that you mentioned about how so many women, especially women, have this, they're, they're carrying this uh, wound from the past. And I had a, a person come on the podcast not long ago, and she was talking about the witch wound. And I thought that was a really interesting way of putting it as you are carrying all this kind of fear is where it comes from, fear of speaking up, fear of being a healer even, and things like that. And she, and she called it the witch wound. So I, I thought of that when you were speaking, like here comes that witch wound. That is something that's really coming out that people need to recognize and, and release today. So I thought that was really interesting. Absolutely. Do you think that the majority of your clients come to you wanting some big healing to come from past life regression or are they coming for curiosity and they end up with some sort of healing um it, it depends so some people actually know what they want and then they find out some, like whatever it is that they want and they have a really big uh, revelation a really big breakthrough other people I had somebody come like a few weeks ago and he was just simply curious and yeah. what we discovered was a whole lot and he changed his life completely around after one session and for me wow. that was like wow so it's so impactful and i love it also my first past life regression changed my life so it's 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 crazy it's i love it i was going to ask you if you've ever had a past life regression yourself yes and what that course. was like <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to do. Have you? <laughs> yes, I have several. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so for me, it was finding my purpose in the first one, which is learn and teach how to love. And it, for me, then my whole life made sense, like why I grew up with my parents, why I had to date the people I used to date, and so on and so forth. And then uh, in another past life regression, I met my twin flame. And I was asking myself, you know, why do we have this, this connection and what are we supposed to do? And then he basically told me there, like, you're supposed to teach others that a love like ours truly exists. And again, that goes with my purpose. And then um, I had another one that had to do with my money mindset, um, where I was a beggar child and so many things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. The last one that I did, which was about a month or so, maybe two months ago, I didn't go back to in particular to another past life, but I went to before this life. And I was traveling in this inner space or interlife space. And um, my mother, I had actually, I taught my mother how to lead me through a hypnosis. So my mother comes and does some things for me because there's not a whole lot of people around this area in the South that do what I do. So anyway, so she was leading me through this and I actually went through the whole process of my soul having all these opportunities to be born and me bypassing that and choosing my mother. And we had with a difficult life and my mother sometimes I think struggles so it was almost like it was as much for me as it was for my mom she just happened to be the person that was facilitating it but it was just me deciding that no I could have this if I went here I could have this if I went there but no this is where I'm choosing to to go for this life so I thought that was really interesting that is so beautiful that you were able to do this with your mom yeah it's it's so important because lots of us have issues with our parents but then to do as soul or, or go into the soul space, you actually find out why you chose your parents. Yes. And that will give not only you the clues, but also if your mother does that, that's amazing. But if somebody has maybe a parent in the room where they can give them the recording of the past life regression, that's even more powerful. Or some other yeah. person like a lover or ex-lover, it's also very important for people to do that. Yeah, it was extremely powerful. You spoke about some different past life experiences, but is, is there one that you haven't shared that kind of stands out as like the most extraordinary that you have kind of been a part of? So what I always find is that people often go back to past lives that were negative and that were mm. really hard on them and that were very like severe. But then I actually went also back to ones that were amazing and great, like being in Egypt or whatever. That's what I want to encourage people to do also, because yes, we always go back to something that we need to work through. But then on the other hand, if we tell people, okay, now let's go back to the three wealthiest lives that you've had, or to the three most fulfilled lives that you've had, or to the three most whatever lives that you had that were actually great, it, it can be really, really powerful. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that idea. So let's talk about channeling during hypnosis. When you when you talk about channeling, is that what some people say, meeting a spirit guide and visiting a past life? Is that a type of channeling or is there something specific that you mean by that? Yes, absolutely. So um, first it, it can be, you can channel your spirit guides, which is normal because sometimes they also help you to get into a past life, right? Because if, if some clients yes. can't do that, they are accompanied by their spirit guides. You can channel basically whatever soul you want to channel. So if you want to channel um, the masters, which are um, souls that are, so to say, more intelligent, they have learned more, they're more advanced, like 
whatever mm -hmm. that means, right? <laughs> and then there are um, your deceased loved ones that you can channel, like mm -hmm. your grandfather or a parent or a lover or whatever. Then there are otherworldly beings that you can channel. Like I've had a guest on my podcast. She actually helps really high level technology developers channel aliens so that they can give them new technology to use here on Earth, which was wow. insane, which I loved. So literally you can channel anything and anyone that you want during hypnosis. And I have also, um, I've done that on my podcast as well. And I've done that with people who wanted to channel. And it's, 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 it's a very powerful experience, especially like, you know, if you want to find out like the big life questions, like what does my life mean? Or where do we humans come from? Or where do we go to? Whatever. That's always good when you want to, you, you can channel like a master for that. Hmm. Can anybody channel through hypnosis or do you have to have a special gift of channeling? No, anybody can do it. So for me, it's always like, like we always say like, do you have to have a gift or do you have these gifts? Anybody in the world has these gifts, any human. It's just that we have forgotten or we're closed mm -hmm. up to it or both, right? So um, literally anybody can do that. And it is easier for you to do that with a guide, someone like me or like you. However, if you wanted to do that on your own, you can do that as well. It's not scary as long as you know that you can protect yourself and as long as you know that you're mm -hmm. sovereign, as, as long as you know that there's no chance that anybody can go inside you that you don't want to be there. These are the, the things you kind of have to know about, but if you want to do that with a guide, you can absolutely channel anything and ev everyone that you, that you want to channel. Yeah, so everybody can do that. <laughs> I love that. I, I've done it a lot on my own. I, I do a lot of path working, which is kind of like having doing a spell while you're doing meditation. So I go in with a very specific intention, like I'm going to meet with my animal guide or going to reach out to my version of the divine. And so I will, I will channel messages to myself really uh, doing that, but I, I'm clairvoyant. So when I close my eyes and when I do meditation or path working, it's like I'm seeing a movie. Um, so, you know, people have different ways of receiving that sort of, of information. And for me, it's definitely visual. And I think that often helps with hypnosis. Do you find that a lot of your clients don't have the ability to visualize things? Because I get a lot of clients who I have to change my entire language around because they do not visualize things. Yes, um, that happens. And what was really interesting once was for me, somebody that did not hear, did not see, but he felt. So he was actually moving while he was in hypnosis. He was moving his hand, his feet, his like every, his whole body. Wow. That's how he was channeling. So it really is dependent on the person. And yes, you can also develop these type of gifts, but some of them are obviously more stronger um, at first. Yeah. So yes, I also need to work around with people who cannot visualize or on first glance, a lot of times people are like, oh, I just see black, like is something wrong? And I'm like, no, no, no. You know, you just need to trust yourself more. And then we go exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or what, what I do is also I leave it open. I tell them, tell me what you see, hear or feel. And then I will, I will, I'm able to, okay, now if this person is just telling me, okay, I'm feeling this and this and this, and I, I already know, okay, it's probably a person who's going to feel more. <laughs> yeah, that makes so much sense. I like to use the term, what are you experiencing? Because that yeah. is, to me, that's better than what are you seeing? Because it gives them the opportunity to 
oh, I'm having this emotion or I'm hearing something, I'm smelling something. So I like to just in general use, what are you experiencing? I love That's that. very helpful. Yeah. So how long have you been doing hypnosis now? Several years now, right? Yeah, so I have been getting it on me for now almost six years, so since 2015. And then I've been giving it for three years already. Oh, wow. <laughs> so about as long as I have, because it's been about oh, wow. three and a half years since I got certified. Yeah. I think it's just really amazing. And it's so funny because my mother loves hypnosis and she's the one who, when I was going to school, my actual diploma is integrative healing arts practitioner. So I had to learn a lot more than just hypnosis, but she said, you have to choose hypnosis as, as part of it. You have to choose it. It's so powerful. And I'm like, I've never, I had never been had hypnosis in my life but because of my mom and she said it changed my life it's so incredible if you have this opportunity just add it on so i did and now it's a major part of my business and what i do i'm so thankful that i did it and what was what was your most life-changing one uh my most life-changing one would have to be one of the ones that i did i was basically an outcast witch outside of a village. And it changed my perspective when I kind of came back from that and processed it because it made me understand, and maybe it, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it has to do with the witch wound as well. But everybody in the village wanted my help when it was easy for them to do. They'd sneak out to my little hut and get healing herbs and whatever. But if I walked into town, they would turn their back on me. They would say nasty things. They pretended that I was an out, you know, that, that they didn't want to have anything to do with me because of religion, the, the religion of that area. But yet then they'd sneak out and, you know, get the things that I offered out at my house. And so when I came back from that, oh, and also I was completely alone and I ended up being an old woman walking out into the forest, laying on the forest floor when it was my time to die all the animals around me and I just I just died there with the animals around me. And so when I came back from that, I thought, you know, that is what so many healers and witches and spiritual people, mostly women, experienced. And I had a, almost like a firsthand view of what life was like, even today for the people who are really used. They're used for their gifts and their healing abilities but people don't really want them for anything else, just what they can get from them. And so it really changed my perspective on how I did my business, my community, the importance of community and, and that sort of thing. Mm. Wow. That's beautiful. That's very powerful. It was pretty incredible. It wasn't, I think the worst part of it was just the aloneness and rejection. But as far as being happy, I was happy living out there. I was happy growing my herbs and, and animals just seemed to really love me. But I did bring back that feeling of, of man, I also was very alone. And I'm a loner in this life as well. And, and, and I have to be careful of that because I would choose to be alone. I, I really would. I'm an introvert and I like living out in the country and I like being able to go on and do my thing and teach and everything and then shut everybody out. And I have to be careful of that because I may be the witch out in the middle of the woods that nobody comes to see except when they need something. <laughs> yeah, but at least in this life you have some technology you can talk to a lot more people than you need to. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
Is there anything else that you want to talk about around hypnosis or channeling? No, I, I would just say, you know, everybody should try hypnosis. Um, even if it's, you know, on YouTube, you should try like a guided meditation or hypnosis. Even if it's on YouTube, there's lots of things, all the things that we talked about, like channeling, past life, future self or divine self or whatever it is. Go try one because it's life changing. <laughs> It's absolutely powerful. I think one of the most powerful stories that I have for hypnosis isn't even any, anything spiritual. It was a friend of mine who was biting his nails and he'd been biting his nails since he was a baby. And one hypnosis session completely stopped him in his thirties and he's never bitten his nails again. And just, just one session, like that's the power of hypnosis. Yeah. And for me also, like, like because you shared this, I wanted to share something also. It was one of my clients who he was only eating candy, basically, or something sweet from being a child on. And then we did one session. And from then on, he tries new foods like every, almost every day, like five times a week. He set the goal five times a week. He's going to try new things. He's been doing that after one yeah. single session, finding out something about his childhood. How incredible. Yeah, that is absolutely incredible. Because basically what hypnosis does is it rewires the programming in the brain. And you can go to talk therapy and it may take a year to do what one hypnosis session could do. Yeah, amazing. So I want to ask you about your hobby that you mentioned for otherworldly beings. What is that all about? <laughs> That's basically what we chatted about. It's like, it's like channeling, you know, whether you okay. want to call it aliens whether you want to call it otherworldly beings whether you want to yeah. call it souls on other planets that type, yeah. of stuff, that type of stuff oh wow so do you do study about that sort of thing no studies so, so there's i i actually there was a project um where me and two other ladies got together and we wanted to write a book that was called a messages from like something like brian weiss did like messages from the mm -hmm. monsters um, and we asked them like even funny questions to, you know, like, do you actually like as souls, do you watch humans have sex? <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, like what is funny about humans or all yeah. these kinds of things. But that has been put on ice. Um, I don't know if we're going to take it up again, but um, I'm doing my own, you know, just like, obviously I'm going to, I'm recording all the hypnosis sessions. So I think there's definitely something in the future that's going to, that's going to come up for sure. Oh, cool. The reason that I ask is recently I had a new spirit guide show up for me. I, I went to a medium and a, a psychic medium and she introduced me to one of my new spirit guides, which is why I went to her and he is an alien. And I, I've never had one that appeared as an alien before. And the first time that I was talking with him, he kept telling me, you're Polarian, you're Polarian. And I didn't have a, I was like, what the hell is a Polarian? I don't even know what that is. And so I start looking it up online and it turns out that it's, it's souls that come from a planet around Polaris. Like that's one of the places that souls can come from or your first incarnation. So that's a recent thing. And I've just been really interested in that because I did have, I did have someone come and talk about star people. She called them star people, aliens. And she'd been talking with aliens since she was a young child, but I don't have a whole lot of knowledge about that. So anytime I find somebody and say, what do you know about aliens? <laughs> I want to know about this Polarian thing. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, you can also look up like, the, the uh, Lemuria, um, Pleiadians, the Anunnaki, the first um, people of this 
worlds apparently yeah um the sumerians i think they're called there's a few yeah there's a few groups yeah i've looked up some stuff with that yeah the pleiadians yeah are another place that souls can come from just like polarian i i had heard of that but i had not heard of of polaris as a place so yeah it's definitely something that i'm continuing to research which i think is kind of interesting do you offer your hypnosis online or is it in person i do i do offer everything online and you know if i'm in a in a place like right now in cape town i give workshops or i offer it also in person okay and and that's in south south africa yes i'm currently in south africa yeah oh beautiful i was in egypt a long time ago so that is africa as well i believe if i've got my geography right <laughs> that is correct and egypt is the best it is so beautiful where can people get in touch with you if they want your services? So you can um, get in touch with me on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on LinkedIn. Yeah, or um, via email. Okay. <laughs> all of the platforms, literally. Okay. And I'll list that all out in the show notes. So if anyone wants to get in touch with you, they'll be able to do that. And is there anything that you want to promote? Past life regressions, that's what I would love to promote because like we said, past life regressions are life-changing, so. <laughs> All right. If anyone is interested in a past life regression, they can come to your website. I do have a website that's under construction though, so it's also okay. my name, Mind Your Subconscious. Um, you can you can look me up on under my name or Mind Your Subconscious. There's also a podcast of that, so yeah. Okay. Any final thoughts before we end our time? Just remember that you're limitless and that you're more than this human body and that you can do more and that you can connect to more than you can see, hear, or feel. That's beautiful. Jennifer, it's been wonderful having you here and just chatting about hypnosis and channeling and all the wonderful things that, are, that you're doing. And I'd also love to hear what our listeners think about this episode. Have you ever had hypnosis? What was it like? Have you had a past life regression? Tell us about it. If you go to the podcast website, you can comment on this episode with your thoughts and questions. And if you click that little microphone, you can even send me a voice message and I might just use it on a future episode. I also want to remind you all to mark your calendars for November 13th, 2021. That is our first virtual witchy day-long conference and you are invited. You can find information about the Green Wild Festival for Witches and Mystics on the link I've provided and I hope you'll join me there. Take care and y'all be blessed. Thank you all for listening to Bell Book and Candle. You can follow Mella on Instagram and Facebook at Bell Book Candle SC. That's Bell, B-E-L-L-E. Or become a patron at patreon.com forward slash Bell Book Candle.